Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Okay, friends. Here, here's what we're going to do. We got, a lot. <laughs> we got a lot of stories to get to today, and we're going to get to all of them, hopefully. But this is President's Day. We are the only people in this building. <laughs> Three cars in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Said, can we at least get some Elton John? One belongs to Dana. <laughs> one belongs to Sam. One belongs to me. Why? There's a guy with the cell phone company out here doing something. Why oh, does nice. KMBZ yeah. hate America? Well, I don't think we hate America. I think we hate America's presidents, mm-hmm. especially George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln freed the slaves. That was cool. That was nice. Uh, George Washington freed the United States yeah. from England. And today is a day that we acknowledge uh, if you work for a bank or a school or any financial institution. Or really uh, anything but no, this. Really, really any business other than KMBZ. <laughs> You're at work. I almost sent you a video this morning that said, um, excuse me, uh, yeah. why are we coming into work? Um, this is the dumbest holiday on the calendar. Okay. You would agree with that. Okay. Other than how, maybe Columbus Day. However. Which is really Indigenous Persons Day. I don't make the rules when it comes to federal holidays. Today is an acknowledged federal holiday. And I know that because my son came upstairs last night and said two things. Number one, I have pink eye. And number two, we don't have school tomorrow. Wait, what? And I said, what do you mean you don't have school tomorrow? And he goes, President's Day. Really? That was your go-to other than the pink eye? I'm a breeder. Pink eye in the list of things that is going on in in my life. In the pantheon? Really, in the all, (laughs) is all of the things, it's not even in the top 10,000. I said, I'll get you some eye drops tomorrow. And we did. Clear it right up. Boom. But what do you mean you don't have school? President's Day. And I go, oh, oh, oh. So then the wheels start turning in Dana's head. And I'm like, do we have to go to work tomorrow? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We do. Everybody else doesn't. What is your quote you always say? I have never seen two people who work less. Complain about working more. Get more excited when they think they have a day off than the two of you. (laughs) Uh, So we started with Elton John. You know, Daniel's one of my favorite songs, although I do prefer the live version. Because Daniel Weinbaum walked in just now. And whenever I see him, I go, Daniel's traveling tonight on a plane. Mm. I I love that name, Daniel. I can see the red taillights heading to Spain. And when I went to Elton John's Goodbye Yellowbrook Road tour, uh, once with my son and once with a friend, that live version of that song, Scott, Mm -hmm. he played with images from Vietnam and just very artistic. Is that what it's about? Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. 
And so it's one about of the, a guy coming back from yeah, Vietnam, one of the th- huh. or who who didn't, didn't make it, come back from Vietnam. Oh, okay, yeah. So one of the things he said as he sat down at the piano as soon as he started playing Daniel was, people always ask me what is this song ba- about, and he said, watch the images that they have put together for you, and I think it'll be pretty clear. Hmm. I always thought it was about Vietnam. I mean, maybe Why? World War II, because he talks about um, clearly Daniel has died. Daniel, you're a star in the sky. Um, And if you look at all the lyrics, get me to like the third stanza. Okay, so so on the third stanza, he says, Daniel, my brother. Yes, you are older than me because he was the brother of the older brother that lived down the street that everybody remembers from Vietnam that didn't come home. Do you still feel the pain of the scars that won't heal? Your eyes have Have died, died, but but you you see see more more than than I. I. Daniel, you're a star in the face of the sky. Yep. Oh, Daniel, my brother, you are older than me. Do you still feel the pain of the scars? He repeats the, yeah. the, that stanza. Uh, Daniel is traveling tonight on a plane. All I can see are the red taillights heading Head for Spain. Spain. And I can see Daniel waving goodbye. Oh, it looks like Daniel. It must be the clouds in my eyes. Yep. Oh, God, it looks like Daniel. Must be the clouds in my eyes. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Hmm. Absolutely beautiful. And maybe Daniel didn't die, but I've always thought it was about Vietnam, and I thought he was the older brother that lived down the street that didn't come home. Interesting. hmm Okay. And now everyone has that song in their head all day. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Now, now uh, AmericanSongwriter.com says, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, hang on. Uh, God, I miss Daniel. Oh, I miss Daniel so much. Oh. Yep. Daniel has been the most misinterpreted song we've ever written, quoting here from Bernie Taupin. Uh, the story was about a guy that went back to a small town in Texas returning from the Vietnam War. They'd lauded him when he came home and treated him like a hero, but he just wanted to go home, go back to the farm, and try to get back to the life he'd led before. I wanted to write something that was sympathetic to the people that came home. Sorry, I killed Daniel. He didn't die. So, well, maybe the Daniel that went to war... Died. Came back a different person. Correct. Thank you, Sam. Is what you're saying. Yeah. Yep. Huh. Love it. It's a beautiful song. Oh, God, it's gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, we're playing pickleball tonight. We are. I'm so excited. Okay. Might do a little it's presidential good. trivia later today. I don't know if we'll have time. I can do it right now. Oh, I'd be terrible at presidential uh, trivia. He just started rattling off questions that, quite frankly, 90% of the population would not be able to answer. Because you read about the presidents all the time. Yes, I do. Um... Only president to serve two terms, not consecutively. Here we go. <sighs> Hamilton. No. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's. Uh, Hamilton uh, was never a president. He was the secretary of treasury. Roosevelt? No. He served four terms. Oh, God. How He's, do you know all this? Because I read. What are you, a wig? <laughs> well, uh, you mean a wig? Wig. <laughs> a wig? Scott Parks. What are you, a wig? Wig party. <laughs> Only president to serve two terms that were not back to back. Uh. Uh, I, I, it's going to be one of the really early ones. Grover Cleveland. Oh, good God. Cleveland? Was, wasn't that early. Uh, president who only served 30 days in office. Shortest term ever. Was he shot and killed? No, he died of pneumonia because he he gave a inaugural speech that went way too long in the rain. How do you know all this? Because I read. William Henry Harrison. Hmm. Uh, this went on for about 15 minutes after you suggested it. In the <laughs> and he just kept dropping yeah, questions. You I'm, like, Man, away, I don't I'm, like, I'm like, let me add it. So I love presidential history. I really do. First I've got, president to serve only one term. Uh, 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 John Adams. <laughs> 
What does John Quincy Adams do? First president to ever... <laughs> they called him Q, like our mayor. <laughs> first Fun pre- fact. First president ever elected without winning the popular vote. Oh, God. That's going to drive me crazy. John Quincy Adams. Oh. Who did he... If you asked Al Gore, he who, would raise his hand. Who did he beat that came back to beat him four years later? I don't know. Andrew you Jackson. just like a vomitous dictionary of presidential history. Uh, only president to serve in all three branches of government, and by that I mean the Congress... The presidency and, and the, the Supreme, Supreme Court. Court. There's only one. Um, He's Taft. really big. Oh. I knew Taft was big. Didn't he get trapped in a bathtub? He did. I did he not was, know. When he was president. In the I White did House. not know that Taft he was, served, served on, on the, the Supreme, Supreme Court. Court. He also had a bowling alley built in the White House. He was the one. Okay. Well, look at you bragging now, Sam, with your <laughs> just worthless presidential <laughs> trivia. You know one of the best books I ever read that sort of changed my outlook on H.W. Bush was his letters to Barbara. I adore H.W. Bush. There is a book that he wrote many years ago, and it's just his love letters to Barbara. And let me tell you something. Everyone should be loved like that man loved Barbara. Mm -hmm. And it was his life in letters. A lot of them, they weren't exclusively to Barbara in that book. Uh, But he was a huge fan of the handwritten letter. And it's a beautiful book if and at you, the time i did not like him very much if you ever get time uh there, there's a book called and i have it somewhere called reagan letters and it's it's a list of letters it, it's literally just a book of letters that ronald reagan because yeah, he's wrote. a huge handwritten was a huge handwritten and, letter and guy. a lot of them were to nancy and you know some of them were to other people yeah. you know just he, he wrote he wrote letters yeah. that's what he did and it is a fascinating read into the mind of what many people myself included uh, consider one of the greatest presidents of all time. And um, just the the incredible devotion, love, that Reagan had for Nancy, that George H.W. Bush had for Barbara Bush. Yep. I mean, any couple on this planet would be thrilled, minus one, she just divorced me, to have a man love her that much. So anyway, readers that digest, right under the- uh, <laughs> Commercial break. <laughs> yeah, I slipped that one in. Continue on, Sam. Reader's Digest broke down the president's by IQ, uh, and it's believed that John Quincy Adams had an IQ of 175. Wow. Uh, by the way, none of the recent Which, guys by the way, are that anywhere would, on this list. Uh, 175 <laughs> would be above genius level. Yeah, I think I'm like 182. The only okay. Okay. How okay. high does it go? It doesn't go that high <laughs> on your spectrum. I'm 240, 241. I don't have to have time. But yeah, Bill Clinton's the only one that appears on the list of high IQ presidents of late. All the rest I, of them are long I, time I can ago. Be, I actually can believe that. Oh, God, he was a brilliant, is a brilliant yeah, man. Whether you like, whether him, or you not, like he, him or not, he was, he was a brilliant man, yeah. Uh, okay, so when we get back, new scam, who dis? It happened to my cell phone yesterday. It happened to my cell phone today. And I am the great investigator and understander when someone is trying to scam me. And I did not see this one coming. And I cannot wait to tell you about it. And I'm still mad about it. Straight ahead on Dana and Parks. Ah, oh, who is this, Sam? The Presidents of the United States? That would be correct. That is on the this, band. On this President's Day? Mm-hmm. You eat me a lot of peaches. Peaches? Mm-hmm. Those factory peaches. What I would do to get rid of the 90s music. 
<laughs> Gonna eat me a lot of peaches. What's your scam? So usually when something comes into your phone and it's a scam, it will say, hey, would you, are you interested in our new auto warranty? Please call. Or it will say, your bill is late. Or it will say, you are going to be arrested by cop. Call now. Like it's stuff that you're like, you just know this is a scam and right. you just delete it and My you move on. My brother in Christ. Yes. Good evening. Afternoon. All Hello. that stuff. Can you think of another one that comes in via text where you just know it's a scam? Uh, car warranty? Yeah. All of those. Yeah, there's countless. Uh, home. I got a home warranty one about three months ago. All um, right. I have Anything with a link? I have insurance. I would never click or wonder or in any way fall for any of those things until the one that came into my phone yesterday. Oh, no. And then here's the other reason I know it's a scam. Boom, it came right into my phone again today. So for people like me who need help in life keeping track of all of their stuff, okay? And the appointments and that, you know, I actually said to the kids today, I need to go get that big desk calendar for the summer because my brain gets so clogged with summer swim and golf and sure. trips and that I, I need something visual to keep track of all of it, you right? You four kids, you got yeah. a lot going And I on. stress out when I think I'm missing something and that's where we're heading with this. The text I got yesterday said, and I quote, <laughs> Are you on your way? I'm here, question mark. Are you coming, question mark? That's a good one. You want to send Dana into a panic? Text her, we're waiting for you, where are you? Mm -hmm. From like a 314 number. I didn't even know what the number was. And I stopped what I was doing, went straight to my calendar, panicked and thought, Oh my God, am I supposed to be giving a speech? Right. Am I supposed and because of Vegas and then all of the devastation that happened last week. I, I, you know this, Scott. We haven't had time to come up for air, right? So I, I'm like, oh, my God, who's waiting for me? Mm-hmm. Noth- then you sent them their, your credit card information? Nothing or? is on my calendar. <laughs> and so I am praying that this is a mistake. Or is, it's, is it a 913 number, it, 816? I think it was 314. So, But all day yesterday it so bothered me, Louis, and right? I kept waiting for someone to say, hey, we're here, we're our, like to follow up, and they never followed up. Then today, from a 646 number at 1140 this morning, all it says, where are you? And then I'm like. 646 is Manhattan. Oh, you jerks. This is a scam. 646 is New York City. Okay, well, I don't know anyone but Rhiannon in New York City, and she still has a 913 phone number. And she lives in Queens, I believe? Uh, No, Brooklyn. Okay, well, uh, 646 is only for Manhattan. No. And if she needed to get a hold of me, it wouldn't be, where are you? I would not forget Rhiannon on my calendar. Mm -hmm. This is so sneaky because for very busy people, you're going to look at that and go, oh, uh, 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 is it a doctor appointment? Mm -hmm. For the first time I stopped, I gave them about a minute and a half of my time. And now I'm furious because they've come in back to back two and two days. So so where's the scam? You tell me, Sam. Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out as well. If they're just trying to establish contact of some kind, there isn't really a scam there. If you click on a link that you're not supposed to click on, they can steal your information, no. your credit card information. All it says is, where are you? And here's my guess. They send out a 1,000 of these a minute. You get a lonely elderly person that says, who is this? I'm so sorry. And then, they, then they've got you. They start catfishing you in to somehow give over information. I, I don't know. 
Let me do new so text. You, so you, you think they're just trying to get you to engage? Yes. And then yes. Where are you? Um, where am I supposed to be? Uh, A new phone? Who dis? Give me your credit card. Someone help me. I don't know what it is, but there. If you Google this, it it's a phishing scam. P H I S H I N G. We got it. We got it. Can you imagine if there was a phishing scam with an F, but everyone thought it was phishing P H, but it really was a scam about fish? Mind blown. Okay. I'm I'm just trying to figure out what their in is. Uh, from Chicago, experts warn mysterious texts from unknown numbers with seemingly innocuous messages like "Where are you?" could actually infect your phone with malware. Sorry, I'm oh, late to make so this joke. There's the, there yeah, it is. Yeah, so so one of them says, "Good evening. What are you doing right now?" Okay. Mm. Once they but get you that, en- how- Okay, once they get you engaged, they'll send a photo of themselves in some interesting city which is filled with malware. If you save the photo, that malware can then be used to track your phone's keystrokes. That means hackers can then try to figure out your passwords and dig for other personal information. You mentioned another kind of phishing scam. We've had a couple of those recently. We got weights and fish. Okay, all right. Really? That's a stretch. That's a stretch. Uh, let's go to Kate in Overland Park. Kate, good afternoon. Hello. Hi, how are you guys? We're doing well. Thank you for asking. Um, a similar thing happened to me a couple years ago where I got a very vague text asking where I was. And I texted back and said, who is this? You know, yada, yada. And basically, um, I believe what they were doing was called pig fishing. I don't know if that's the right um, term used. What, what, but what did you say? Pig fishing? Pig fishing, I believe. I might have that wrong. Let but me look basically, it up. I figured out that they try to create a you know conversation with you and get you talking, and then they basically try to sell you to sign up with some sort of like um, timeshare. <laughs> No, not a timeshare, like, investment opportunity. And some people fall for it, and then you click this link, and somehow they end up getting your banking information or get you convinced to invest a certain amount of money, and then next thing you know, you know, all your savings is gone. Well, Kate, you're very close. It's called uh, pig scamming. Or, yeah, or, or pig, pig butchering. Pig or butchering, that's that. right. It's called a yeah. pig butchering scam. And yes. it involves scammers contacting per, uh, prospective victims and gaining their trust yes. by befriending or flirting with them, yes. earning they the victims. They convince you that they're like a friend of a friend, right. and they and, got your number. And, and, they're and, then co- you... and Kate, they're committed. This this can take several months. Yes. Yep. So I just immediately right. block them. My mom has gotten those texts. But wait, I've Kate, for several texts. months, they're going to be like, I'm still waiting. Where are you? What, what are you in the ER? No, what are you no. still waiting? Once they establish contact, then they start the conversation. Yeah. And they start befriending you. Um, they're a friend of a friend, as you yep. just mentioned, Kate. And then all of a sudden, they've fallen on hard times and they need money. Yep. And then a lot, it was, uh, sorry, the word was escaping me. Basically, years ago, it was more geared towards like crypto when crypto was like new and hot. It was like, you know, this new crypto opportunity and everyone was a little bit interested in that. And so people fall for it. And then next thing you know, you're broke. So I, I, 
Kate, thank you for the explanation, even though I don't totally understand how this ends up sending you down a road that wipes out your bank account. But they they, they probably sit behind a computer for 10 hours a day. Yep. Working hundreds of people at a time, just trying to be your friend. So I did not reply. I I know. And it's usually a lonely older person. Mm -hmm. I did not reply to the first text. And then I get a second one today. Why is that? It's not like they're like, oh, we got a live one here. I didn't reply. Did, what do you mean? It was, I did not reply. Did you open it? Um, Open it. There was no link. I mean, I looked at it. But and then did I went, you look at the email? Uh, I, at looked, the text? I looked at the text and, and then I went straight to my calendar. And, and I'm may, like, I don't have anything today. And maybe you have that notification where it sends to the other person red. That's a, called a red receipt. And all of a sudden we've got a live one. Here. I've been pig fished. A pig butchered. pig butchered. Yeah, Pig butchered. Whatever. And all of a sudden we've got a live one here. So we're going to sell this number to everybody else. 913-586-7798-586-7798. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. It is a weird scam, and Dana has fallen victim to it twice. No, I did not fall victim. Well, you were targeted <laughs> twice. Do not call me a victim. You I'm were, a crime observer and a crime fighter. I'm were, not a crime victim. You were a target receiver. Thank you. Twice. I was a two-time target receiver. Okay. Uh, by the way, for somebody on the text line wants to know your mother's maiden name, uh, your grade school favorite teacher, your first pet. Mm-hmm. Nope, not giving it over. A friend of mine out. just wrote. And then somebody else wrote, please send banking details yeah. now. <laughs> a friend of mine just wrote, if you reply, they will act like it's a mistake, and then you end up with an investment scam. It's a crypto scam. Here's what I don't understand. Where are you? And then I go, what do you mean? Oh, I'm so sorry. It's the wrong number. But by the way, give me your bank information. No one's going to do that. No. So well, how like, how does this unfold? Sorry for the confusion. Uh, by the way, I happen to be friends with Mike. Yeah. Are you interested in Amway? No. no I'm not no, they, interested in multi-level they, marketing they, on any level. Dana, they would start in small and work their way up. The, these people are very smart. They're cunning. And all they have to do is get you to open the door and they can kick it in. Now, for I, I would bet... Like in any sales organization, they always tell you nine people will say no before one person says yes, right? Nine people say no before one person says yes. All they need to do, you're a no? Okay, fine. Move on to the next one. I happen to be friends with Tom. Oh, really? Which one? Uh, Wilkinson or Smith? Smith. 
Oh, yeah, I love Tom Smith. Now I'm in. All right. And now I start working you because you're 85 years old. Right. You're looking for a friend. What you say is Mike sent me. And then they go, my son? And you go, yes. That one. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Teresa in Lee Summit. Teresa, good afternoon. Hello. Good afternoon. Um, I just wanted to say, this has been going on for quite a while. I uh, worked at the um, old Bendix Honeywell plant, and we had security clearances. So one young lady, she got her security clearance pulled because she was caught up in one of those scams. And like you said, the person baited her in, baited her in. And before you know it, she was $100,000 gone. Oh, come. How, Teresa? Oh, my gosh. How? Okay. It starts off. Like, okay, I'm your friend, I'm your friend, and they sent pictures of themselves. Probably wasn't a real person. It took, it took, I don't know, so much to try to make this person realize that this person is not real. This picture that they're sending you is not a real person. They literally have centers, buildings set up where people go there every day. That's their full-time job to take people take their money yeah they're good at it but, yeah and that's so, all they do all day yeah that's it uh they i mean she lost her security clearance and then she lost her job oh and my gosh was still borrowing trying to send this person this they would come up with so many excuses well i'm trying to get there i'm trying to get there but i need this for this air ticket and it's always something different it wasn't too long ago where my mom said something came on my computer, and my brother said, "Whatever you do, whatever you do, just cut it off." She's older. There's a movie out with Felicia Rashad, and I think it's Van Van Dam something like that. Yeah. But I went to see it, and it's about that. Her computer went off. She's an elderly lady, and she managed like a two million account here. This, that, well, these people zapped into her community, I mean, her computer. And yeah. they said, oh, we be, be, and Teresa, thank you for the call. Her. That's because she granted them third-party access. Mm-hmm. Let's go to James in Cameron, Missouri. James, good afternoon. Hi. Hey. hey what's up? So, so I maybe just that they're trying to find out if the phone number actually works. And she'll start getting phone calls of want to help you with your credit card debt or want to know if you have Medicare or, you know, whatever it is, they're getting that information and selling it to other companies that somebody will actually answer the phone and they can try and yeah. sell you whatever the product and, is. And I think that's the key, James, is all they need to know is that they've got a live person on the other end of that number. Right. And right. then, doesn't matter who it is. I mean, it might be right. a teenager that it doesn't even it qualify for Medicare, but they're going to sell that information mm-hmm. and make money off of it. And all they're looking for is that one 85-year-old woman or man who is lonely, bored, rich, gullible. Yep. Uh, lonely, lonely, lonely. Lonely, yeah, that's right. right. And, right. And, and, some, and willing to part know, with their money. Right, or some kid that's willing to part with mom and dad's money. <laughs> so, you got to get access yeah. to it first, kid. Right, well, that's true. But So, yeah, I just a thought. I mean, I get them all the time somebody wanting to help me with a credit card debt or my student loan or whatever right. it is, which none of I have. But if, no, wait a minute. If the text had come in, hey, are you interested in letting me help you with your loan? I would know that that was a scam. But just 
hey, where are you? <laughs> what? Wait, 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 did, did you respond? No. But you opened it. I panicked and I was like, oh my gosh, what did I forget? I mean, I kept thinking it was a legacy recording or it was a speech speech or which I know I wouldn't forget. But, you know, my brain's got some. And with everything that's been happening the last couple of weeks, I'm just. And you never called them back. No, you, ne- you never text God, them. No. Who is this? What are you talking no, about? No. Because hmm. that's what they need. I know they, it. They need a human body to respond. And then they're going to sell your number to everybody they can find. And they're going to hit you up with uh, Medicare, AARP. Um, car stuff. Right. Anything they can get. They just need one. The old extended warranty. And the old extended yeah, warranty. Yeah, who would fall for that, uh, right? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we got a live one, people. She's bought one before. Has that expired? Uh, it was already expired. I sold the car and I never got my money back. They all just laughed at me. They were like, well, it's not really us. It was more them. And, and then BMW was like, it's not us. It's the warranty company, and then the warranty company was like, it's not us. It's be- I mean, I... Oh, Dana. $2,800. I remember. Yep. I remember. Oh, brand new couch. Lesson learned. Brand new couch. <laughs> that was $40 that I lost, <laughs> by the way. And I've learned so many things in the last couple of years. I mean, you, you, warranties are always scams, and a brand new couch um, is never a brand, they brand new couch. They don't really need a deposit for $40. No, they don't. Because that couch photo was taken off of Wayfair and does not exist in Overland Park. Wayfair, you know just what I need <laughs> a couch <laughs> for $40 and a deposit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I am so dumb. How am I that dumb? It, 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 you're not, first of all, you're not dumb, you're gullible. And it was always shocking to me when when we would talk about these stories and then you would come in and say, I fell for one. I fell for one again. Yep, There I go. I don't know what happened. I fell for one I'm again. I'm just here to warn all y'all to not step in the big old pile of dung like I do. Do as I say, not as I do. Yep. I fall for the scams that I warn you about. Thank you for taking one for the yep. team, Dana. 913 <laughs> Coming up right after 3 o'clock, not making a topic out of it, but we'll mention it. Would you like to be a Martian? No. NASA is taking applications. No. 913-586-7798. Bob in Kansas City. Bob, good afternoon. Hello. Hi, guys. How you doing? We're doing well. Thank you. Good. Hey, um, a little trick that I use. I do a lot of online trading on Marketplace and things like that. And There's so much scammers. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. But when I deal with people uh, in the automotive industry where I kind of live or work, um, I ask always about the car when I'm trying to buy stuff, and I ask them, do you have the flux capacitor for that? Okay. Wait, do you and have the what? The flux capacitor. <laughs> and they say, yeah. Roads? And what happens? And they just say, oh, yeah, I've got that. I've got that. I said, okay, well, I'll get back with you. And you know they're a scam. You know exactly they're a scam. When they tell you, yes, they have the flux capacitor, they don't know what they're selling. They're just trying to get your money, trying to get something out of you. So they don't even know what a flux capacitor is? 
No, no, no that no is idea. a very American reference, and a lot of these scammers are overseas. Is it running low on blinker fluid? <laughs> uh, really quick, I don't know that we should make this a topic, but I do need to pass it on to you that the Independence Avenue Truck Eating Bridge Facebook group has just posted a photo oh, of the... Is there another one? Um, the wooden wind pipe chime mechanism to warn the trucks that they are about to hit the bridge is once again gone. Uh, that's two knockdowns, <laughs> and it's been up for two weeks. We're two for two. Mm. Mm. Uh, Jennifer in Harrisonville. Jennifer, hello. I, lo- I love this town. Hi, Jennifer. Hey, I just wondering when you were talking about all this scamming and stuff, when you get those calls or emails, don't you block the number and... Yes. Okay. Because I, I hadn't heard that mentioned, yep. mentioned in the conversation, and I just wanted to make sure that people realize, you know, you're just going to block them and turn yep. it into scam. So I blocked the one yesterday, and then a new one popped up today, and I blocked that Be- one immediately as well. Because they're selling it. Yeah, I, I'm sure oh, they right. are. Yeah, because yeah, I've had ones that would have somebody's number on, name on it, like John Doe, and <laughs> and I'll say, well, I said, is, is John Doe there? And they're like, um, no, I'm calling for, and I'm like, but the, my phone says John Doe, so I right. need to talk to John Doe. Let me ask you this, and a, <laughs> Jennifer and Scott, is, is there a reason? And and let's put her on hold because I can hear us in the background. Is there a reason in this day and age to allow any phone number to come into your phone? that you do not already have in your contacts. I can think of a couple of very narrow circumstances where someone would need to get a hold of me and that number is foreign to me. It would be a hospital or a parent of one of my children's friends if something went south and they needed to get a hold of Dana. I can think of one right now. Um, I had to call Renner Garage Door this morning. Okay. I don't have them saved in my contacts because I just need one thing done. And I and I left them my number and I said, please call me back at your earliest convenience. I'm not going to save a business just because I need to deal with them one time. Right. You know what I mean? And then that number would be blocked and you wouldn't be able to do business with right. them. Isn't there another way around that where you could say there has to be technology to stop this. I just, that's what I'm asking. Well, I thought we were supposed to have this do not call list years ago. Well, that's for people who p- play by the rules and, and don't want lawsuits. Th- these are overseas scammers. They're not playing by our rules. Well, then shut them down. And yeah. how does one do that? Yeah, that whole do not call list was a joke. Well, I, I, w- I would think that that's probably something above my pay grade. But I would like to think that the federal government that creates the do not call list. Yes, but not for scammers overseas. <clears throat> the, the, the do not call list was effective. It worked really well in, with landlines. In stopping the calls from the direct marketing association people that sells your lists um, to businesses all over the country, it was helpful in shutting that down. You're not going to shut overseas scammers down. Who do the politicians make exempt from the do not call list? Themselves. That's right. Yep. Remember that? I do remember that. Uh, Trevor in Topeka. Hello. Hello. Hi. Go ahead. Um, a couple months ago, somebody called me, and I don't remember what they called for, but they said, is your name? And they said it, and I said, yes. And they said, is your birthday such and such? And I said, yes. Then they asked me the last for my social security number, and I hung up on them. 
my daughter told me, don't ever say yes. Now I say, that's my name or whatever. But she said, don't ever say yes, because they record you saying yes. Then they can go borrow money and they can buy stuff because they've got you saying yes. Oh, okay. Well, I wouldn't so even take I the call. Wait, wait, wait. So you mean, that, are you suggesting that they have a sample of your voice that they can now AI manipulate? Oh, God. Yes. No, you, just said no, yes. you just said yes. That's right. Saving that one. Oh, well, <laughs> didn't think about that. But now I say you that's can trust my us. Name. You can, uh, hey, you can trust us, Trevor. Well, I hope so. <laughs> hey, Sam. Keep an that's eye on your bank account. It's about to be depleted. Is it? Is it yeah. about time to go to break? Uh, we got like no, three we minutes. got some time. Uh, Jonathan in Kansas City. Jonathan, hello. How's it going? Hi, going Jonathan. Man. Thank you. All right. So recently, this was like within the last few weeks, I'm, I'm trying to look for a new replacement car. And obviously, it's crazy. You know, cars expensive with this inflation. So, you know, it's hard to find a good deal. So I found two cars on Facebook Marketplace where a lot of people sell cars now. And they were really, really inexpensive. I'm like, okay, that's not too bad. It says no mechanical issues. So I reach out to both of them, and they send me back a message that pretty much word for word the same thing. And they're both like, oh, my sister is selling it, and the sister is in the military, Mm. so they can't meet with you in person to see the car. Um, Just give us your address, and we'll ship it to you, and you can send the money a week later. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. And, Jonathan, and they're like, oh, and you have to go through eBay, which eBay doesn't go through Facebook. It goes through eBay. It goes through its own website. Ver- and they're Ver- like, um, and then we have an eBay. eBay has its own, like, vehicle escrow service. Right, no. They don't have no, that. No, no, no. Jonathan, very good call. Thank you for And if I had to ask, was that a scam? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I think most people would understand if someone calls you like that, should you be concerned? Will you give me your bank account information? Playing the outro music right now, so I can't play it. Oh. Joan, you're going down. (laughs) You're going down to Chinatown. (laughs) Quick break for the news. Yes. Yes, you are. Dan Weinbaum has the news coming up in two minutes here on Dana and Parks. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.